0: welcome to the mystic access podcast where the magic is in learning
1: hello everybody and welcome to this episode of the mystic access podcast i'm chris
0: (laughs) chris forgot his name again i'm kim welcome to the podcast
1: Welcome to the podcast. We have some things to talk about today. The first thing I want to talk about is the Android course that we just wrapped up on the 19th that is currently as we speak being turned into a product with nice daisy navigation and that shall be available on October 1st. However, if you go to the website you can pre-order your copy and it will be sent to you in your inbox on the morning of October 1st.
0: Absolutely. You can read all about it. You can read about the various parts of the course, what happens in each lesson. It's very extensive. It's over seven hours of material, we can now say, because we're in the midst of dazing it. So Chris is naving it to death as per normal and We are very pleased with how this turned out and are very grateful to our live participants who made it that much better with their great questions. They were very engaged and it was a wonderful thing. And now we are very happy to be sharing it with everyone else because it really does give a great insight into Android, its accessibility, its configurability, and really all that it has to offer. We're pretty happy that this course is now available to you guys and that we really did a lot of thorough inroads into various aspects of Android for you. So whether you are brand new to Android, or you're considering adding an Android device to your arsenal, or you may even want to switch to Android, there is definitely something in this course for you.
1: Speaking of courses, we're in the planning stages of a new course, and this is going to be a one-time course.
0: Yeah, it's a one-time class. One night, one night only.
1: (laughs) One night only, yes. One night only. And We're doing this for a couple of reasons. The first reason is that Kim has been recently reintroduced to Word, and Kim really hates the ribbons.
0: I do really hate the ribbons, and it's not that I really walked away from Word for any period of time. It was that I was cheating and using earlier versions of Word for way longer than was probably prudent. And as a result of that, while I kind of knew my way around Word originally and initially, when I went for a few years without utilizing it, Regularly, I really got rusty with it. It's just like with anything else. If you don't do it for a while or use it for a while, you do become less and less proficient at using it. And the ribbons have always been nightmarish for me. And I know from talking to many of you over the years that I am not the only one.
1: So what we want to do is we want to have a course on operating Word using hotkeys. There's tons and tons and tons and tons of hotkeys that are in Word that are not easily discoverable.
0: They're not and as someone who has probably over the last year or so used word more than I have ever in my life I am very excited that we are teaching this because if I've struggled with this I know many of you are as well and I really have found myself having to make cheat sheets of a lot of these key combinations and things that one has to do if you want to number one avoid the ribbons as I still tend to like to do although as part of this course we will try and make Chris explain them in a way that makes more sense to some of us but also just in a way that makes your efficiency better with word like for instance something like word count the key command for word count is not intuitive it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever and so every time I need it for a project I'm constantly having to look it up so we want to make sure that you know some of these really well used and necessary commands if you're going to do professional formatting if you're going to do lots of word counts, if you're going to change your fonts and add bulleted lists and do all the things that you need to do in the course of creating a professional Word document. So, we're really looking forward to sharing this information with you because we think it will be very helpful to many, many people.
1: The other reason that we are putting on this course is we're going to test something new out in how we charge for our classes so what will happen is our events as they are events will be on our events page and you will be able to purchase the event from the events page so the events won't be in our shop like our equating with android class was in the shop So we're going to try this, and if we don't like it, then we can go back to the old system. But this way, you will be able to choose the amount of tickets that you want. And if you're buying tickets for somebody else, like maybe you're an agency and you're buying for a couple of your customers or a couple of your employees, then you will be able to put in their information instead of it being tied to your information. So it helps us out a little bit to keep things a little bit more separated as well.
0: So basically the way this works is you'll log into your MA account just like normal. You'll go to our events page. I'm going to attempt to put this on the home page as well. I don't quite know what this is going to look like yet, you guys, because we're just figuring this out currently. But ultimately the way this will work is if you want to buy for yourself, log in your MA account per usual. If you don't have one, don't worry. It's not a big deal. So you can go to our events page. You'll be able to sign up for this event. And this is, remember, our class on Word. So this will be the only thing you see currently as something to sign up for because it's the only paid event we have going on in the next couple weeks. So you'll be able to sign up for this. It's going to be $12 and they're called tickets but just know that it's just reserving your seat. We always talk about you want to reserve your seat for this event. It's the same concept. So you'll be able to sign up. If you then want to purchase for a friend or purchase for a client or whatever, you have the ability to do that as well. You'll just fill in their information instead of yours. So their name, first name, last name, email address, et cetera, and you'll pay for it.
1: Right. Let's say I was buying Kim a ticket. Right. And I was buying myself a ticket. I would change the ticket quantity to two. And then while I'm checking out, I would put in my first name, last name, email address. And then I would put in Kim's first name, last name, and email address. That way, those two tickets are accounted for for those two people. Now, if I am paying for two people that don't include me, so I'm paying for Kim and I'm paying for John, let's say, I go and I change the quantity to two. And then during checkout, I put in John's first name and last name and email address. And then I put in Kim's first name, last name and email address. That way, those two tickets are assigned to those two people. It sounds a little more confusing than it really is, but that class will be on October 10th.
0: Yep, it's a Thursday, because we don't want to confuse anybody. We tend to do these one-time events on Thursdays, so this will be a Thursday. Your ticket for class will be $12, and it'll run about 90 minutes, which is pretty standard for us. We'll leave plenty of time for your questions, of course, and you will receive the class recording. So if you can't come live, if you're one of our friends in Norway or Sweden or Germany or the U.K., Don't worry about it. You can register and listen on the recording that will be available to you. So bring your questions. Hopefully we'll have this set up by the time this podcast comes out, and I'll be able to link to it for you guys in the show notes, and you'll be able to see what this looks like. If you have any questions because this is a new system, let us know. If you feel more comfortable ordering via phone, give us a call, 716-543-3323, and we will get that ticket sent to you.
1: Absolutely. Speaking of classes, we have one more class that we want to talk about.
0: We have lots of good participation in our classes.
1: Absolutely. And so, this one's
0: free. So, this one's yeah. free.
1: And this one will include a certain co-host.
0: A certain co-host. We will yes. leave that to your imaginations to decide who that may be.
1: Well, you already know, because if you're listening to last time's podcast, it was already announced. Lisa will be joining us for the iOS 13, What's New in iOS 13, and that will be on the The 26th of September, so two days after this podcast goes out live.
0: Yes, it will be fun. We have a few things to share. Lisa organized it in such a way where we share a few highlights and a few lowlights and a few things to keep in mind about iOS 13. But there is a lot more to talk about, so please stay tuned till after class, because I'm sure more interesting discussions will ensue. So we'd love to have you come to class. If you are not on our Mystic Access events list, you need to join that, because I will be sending the information out mm, probably Tuesday or so, so probably the day of the podcast you'll get it, and we will be sending you the information to come and join us live. And, of course, we use the Zoom platform, so you can join us any way you like. Of course, you can join us on iOS, because this is an iOS class. But you can also join us on Mac, PC, Fire OS, Android, Linux, or the good old-fashioned phone. We would love to have you. And, as usual, if you can't make it live, the class will be recorded for your later downloading pleasure. Feel free to do that if you can't join us. We'll try and have it up fairly quickly. Of course, there are a lot of great resources to check out all that's new in iOS 13, but we wanted to take a couple minutes and talk to you a little bit about our experiences with it thus far. Now, you were braver than I, and you got the beta before it even came out.
1: I did. I got the beta of iOS 13.1, which, according to what I've heard, should be released to the public on the 24th of September. It was the 30th, but from what I'm hearing is they moved it back to the 24th.
0: And some of the tech pundits have said, don't upgrade until iOS 13.1 comes out because they're squashing some more bugs. And there are a few bugs with iOS 13, as I came to discover when I downloaded it.
1: Yeah. One issue that I found is I was working with my Instapot Bluetooth the other day, and it was the first time since I launched the SmartCooker app since upgrading to 13.1. And I got a Bluetooth notification. It says that Smart Cooker wants to access Bluetooth and all this other stuff. What happened was, is my iPhone became very, very sluggish. It was not fun to work with at all and it took about five minutes for it to decide that it wanted to act like a normal phone again and I was able to go into Bluetooth and connect to the device itself and that seemed to negate the problem but the same thing happened to me with another app and it was fine so I don't quite understand why but the phone was pretty unusable.
0: I had that happen too in the middle of a class no less. It was not a fun experience, except my phone was completely paralyzed. I couldn't hear anything. I couldn't communicate with the phone. (laughs) The phone was essentially dead. It wasn't, but that's how it appeared. It was completely frozen. And I've had this happen three different times now. So that has been a little bit scary. And on three different days. But there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason as to what causes it or why it's happening. You know, the opposite of that, though, for me at least, is that the phone is incredibly snappy most times. It is fast, fast, fast.
1: Absolutely, absolutely fast. When they said that they sped it up, they weren't kidding.
0: They were not kidding. It is insane. The responsiveness of the phone, or of 13, is crazy. It's probably, for me, like twice as fast as it was. I mean, it's nuts.
1: Dragging your finger across the screen is much more responsive than it's ever been. Doing your swipe gestures are much more responsive than they've ever been. So the phone overall in general is much more responsive. And I'm running currently an iPhone eight and Kim's currently running an iPhone seven. So they're not the latest and greatest, most powerful Mm -hmm. phones on the market. They're not the elevens or the tens or whatever. So just noticing the fact that the speed increase, I could probably get a few more years out of this iPhone if the hardware you know, doesn't die on me or the screen doesn't break. I could probably get two or three, four more years out of its phone.
0: I would love to get several more years out of mine, especially as fast as the OS is now. The one thing I have noticed, I don't know if you've seen this, have you ever gone up into the status bar and it's taken you down to the first row of apps while you're trying to swipe through the status bar? Yes. I've been able to duplicate that several times over the last few days, and that's a little crazy-making. It's like, look, I just want to know what my battery (laughs) status is, and it's taken me down into my first row of, in my case, folders on my home screen. So that's been a little maddening. There are a few weird things like that I've had some issues with spell screen input that I did not experience in 12.4, which are weird. I don't quite know what's going on there. It keeps bouncing me out of edit fields when I'm attempting to type. That's fun. Some of that could just be other weirdness, I suppose, but it wasn't happening in 12.4, so not really sure what's going on there. And, of course, remember, guys, these are probably bugs that will eventually hopefully be squashed hopefully as quickly as in 13.1, so don't quote these as being gospel. In other words, you might have better luck, and particularly if you wait until iOS 13.1 comes out to upgrade, it may not be anything you have to worry about. Keep that in mind, and you may be experiencing some weirdnesses that we aren't, but it's kind of one of those things that you either choose to risk or you don't. If you're comfortable with twelve four for a few more days and you want to hang out there until 13 which is likely a more stable version, comes out, do it. There's nothing that says you have to upgrade right now. If you want to go ahead and try it and have a couple maddening things happen to you, well, you might have maddening things happen to you in thirteen one too. So it's just a risk. Upgrading is always one of those tricky things that you just never know what's going to happen.
1: So we talked about some of the kind of bad features or some of the issues that we had come across with the iOS 13. Like I said, I'm running beta of the 13.1. There are some really cool features that we will talk about in the class, but one that I thought was really, really neat is the whole voice control aspect of being able to control your phone with nothing but your speech, being completely hands-free. Now, it does have kind of a weird issue with voiceover running, however, it's normal. Because what happens is that if you're using voice control and your phone is talking to you, then the phone is going to get into some kind of talking to itself and executing commands that it's saying and all this other weird stuff. To get around that, though, you would use an earpiece, a Bluetooth earpiece or a wired earpiece in order to make the speech not come out of the built-in speaker. So for example, I was playing around in an application, I think it was Outlook, and I had what they called hints turned on. And these hints or suggestions would give you voice commands in context of what you were doing. So I would be in Outlook and then the hint would say, just start a new message, say compose or something like that. Or I forget the exact verbiage, but then it would start a new message. And then it would, if I was in the, edit field trying to type and i was trying to read back what i was saying it actually started to type in my signature because it was reading my signature back to me so it was kind of the concept is very very cool but you just have to use headphones
0: Yeah, and if it's something you want to try out, you can get a little earpiece for virtually nothing. I mean, you have to make sure they work okay with voiceover. So there are risks when you're in the midst of purchasing an earpiece, but there are options available to you that will work well and accessibly. And if it's something you just want to try out, you can easily try it out for under $20 without a problem.
1: What is the new feature you like?
0: The speed. I think the speed is my favorite thing thus far. I really like how fast and snappy it is because it makes me more productive. I also like the dictate buttons. There are dictate buttons now next to all the search boxes. So I think that's a neat feature as well. So if you want to dictate as opposed to doing a search, you have that ability.
1: Yeah, before you'd have to bring up the keyboard and then dictate.
0: You don't have to do that anymore. Now, the one time I don't like it necessarily is when I'm in my mail and I'm trying to find a message. That's just one more thing you have to flick past or attempt to figure out where to touch on the screen to get to the first (laughs) message in your inbox. So there's always things that come with updates that are great but sometimes not so much well you can't have it in both ways
1: right you can't have it in one edit box and not all the others or vice versa
0: no and there are times when i think i'd like it in my mail but it's just one more thing you know
1: yeah but it's very cool because the dictate button is just right there you don't have to bring up the keyboard and find the dictate button and yep
0: And I've just scratched the surface, you know. I've really not had a lot of time over the last couple days to really play extensively with it. There's stuff I haven't even looked at. I'm very excited to learn more, and as I mentioned earlier, there are already lots of podcasts and resources available to check out, and more are on the horizon, so you will be able to find a written or audio resource to kind of get you started if you want to really dive in and play, which I think I kind of do. I think this is my favorite and the most exciting iOS release in years and years, so I'm very excited.
1: It reminds me of the iOS 8 when Alex was first brought to the iPhone. I thought that was really nice.
0: And there was another one. What was the one that Siri came out in? Was it 6?
1: Siri came out in 2011. It was probably 4 or 5.
0: I think that was when I first got my first iDevice, and the next release that came just after I got my first iDevice, I believe, was the one that Siri was introduced in. So that was very cool. There's always fun things happening, and that kind of leads me to thinking about something, which is the concept that, you know, a lot of times when an update comes out, either to an app or to an OS or anything, really, a lot of those of us who use access technology will say, oh, God, it's an update, and cringe a little bit, because so many times with updates, you'll take three steps back in terms of the accessibility. What I've noticed lately is that for me, I've had three really happy experiences lately with updates. Two were app updates and one was this 13 update where accessibility took about three steps forward rather than three steps back. And it's a very positive impact that I was not expecting really. And that's kind of bad. I mean, you hate to think of an update and go, "Uh, here we go. You know, I'm going to have bugs, I'm going to have issues. Well,
1: when, yeah, but see, when they talk about whole new user interfaces, it kind of does make you It does.
0: It scares you. It scares you because you're like, oh, no. Number one, I just got used to the old interface. Or, I just started using this app, and now I'm familiar with the old interface, and now they're changing it on me, you know, whatever. And now they're going to introduce an entire new user interface for me. With iOS 13, certainly that was the case. You know, they've changed the look. They've changed a lot of things. They've included a lot of new features. It is an entire new interface. And sometimes with app updates, it's kind of the same thing. You'll receive information about, here's something new, and we changed this, this, this. And many times, the majority of times, you don't get voiceover updates are included. When you're looking at release notes, it doesn't necessarily tell you anything about that. So sometimes you're opening up an app, and you're not quite sure what you're going to
1: get. One app that I've noticed changing over the months since I started using it are these restaurant delivery services where you can go into the app and you can pick out your favorite meal and somebody will bring it to your house. Some of those apps started out as usable and there were unlabeled buttons and stuff like that. And sometimes you had to find the checkout button, which might have been an unlabeled button or just a button. And in the more recent updates of these set of apps, the experience has gotten much nicer. The checkout buttons are labeled, and it's just watching these things evolve. And they didn't say anything about accessibility updates in the release notes, but they're mm-hmm. clearly there.
0: And that's why just reading release notes for an app is not necessarily the way to judge accessibility. I recently had an issue, and I know at least one person listening to this podcast who will cheer over this, is the QVC app, which is a shopping channel that many of you may be familiar with. And for years and years, I could search and I could look at descriptions and things, but there were tons of unlabeled buttons, and a lot of the information just wasn't usable. And you couldn't sign into your QVC account on the app. Well, just recently... They came out with an update, and for the first time ever, (laughs) I've been able to log in to my account, place orders, and do everything. I would say accessibility is really close to 100%. It is awesome. (laughs) So that has been a super fun experience for me i've had that happen with a couple apps recently one of which i'll be sharing on an upcoming podcast but it's exciting to see inroads being made into accessibility even when it isn't talked about that's very cool it's really fun to have something that you've not been able to use for years and then one day you can open it up and it just works it's pretty awesome
1: I think I've seen that with the Hulu app as well. It oh, was a...
0: Hulu's a good example. Yes. For iOS especially.
1: Right. Hulu wasn't accessible for quite a while, and I don't know if this was voiceover or not. Then it became accessible, and then it became kind of clunky Usefuls. interface to, <laughs> to use once again. And then when I was in there playing with it the other day, it seemed to be back on the accessible track. So.
0: Yeah, it's very strange. You kind of hold your breath every time an app updates comes out, especially with apps you use regularly and go please. I had something happen with Spotify recently where the recently played stuff all it would say was button, button, button. So I had no idea what albums I had recently played. You'd have to click on it in order to see. And I was like, please let them fix that. And the next update it was fixed. It is very much a moving target and you hope it moves in a direction that will make you happy, not one that will make you cry. So I had mentioned kind of three happy incidents that happened with me in terms of app accessibility. There are really four, but like I said, one of which I'll talk about on an upcoming podcast episode. The three for this episode were QVC, which I just mentioned, iOS 13, which we just talked about, and another is an app, a brand new app to the App Store. It's available for Android and iOS. And it's a vegan bath and body store that I frequented for a year and a half or so. The store is called House of Glory. They're based in Oregon, and they have been in business since 2009. I love their stuff it is fun and they have seasonal collections all year long and their fall collection is now out and fall is unashamedly my very favorite time of year so I am particularly enamored of fall bath and body guys if you're looking for something for a woman in your life for upcoming holidays or birthday this may be something you want to check out I gave soaps to many of the women in my life for Christmas last year and received rave responses And people saying, where did you get that? I want those. So that was very enjoyable for me. The fact that they just released their app. I was like, ooh, I don't know, you know, but I'm going to download it and see. Because, of course, the website has been very accessible in the past, and I've been able to shop there with no issues. But I thought, wow, there's an app now. So I downloaded it and was amazed. (laughs) Because the accessibility is really, really good. I would not say it's 100%, but I would say it's 85, 90 very easily. And I wanted to show it to you today just because it's an example of a brand new app to the App Store. Just came out a few weeks ago. It is great. The accessibility is fabulous. And plus, it's the concept of being able to introduce many of you to a new-to-you site and a new-to-you small business. Love doing that. So I'm going to go to my app.
2: House of Gloy. Double tap to open.
0: And it's House of Gloy, but the spelling is different. It's H-A-U-S of G-L-O-I. And if you want to go to their website, it's the same. H-A-U-S-O-F-G-L-O-I dot com. So here's the app. And you can look it up with H A U S. We'll get you there pretty quickly if you type that into the app store.
2: House of Gloy. House of Gly.
0: So it's put me in the top left corner of the app.
2: House of Gly. And
0: that's just a little place marker. If you double tap it, House of Gly. Nothing happens. I'm going to flick right.
2: Search products. Search field. Double tap to edit actions available.
0: There's your search. Those actions available are kind of another new thing happening in iOS 13. We talk a little bit about that in class. So if you're interested in what that is all about, join us. So there's your search field.
2: Fall is in the house.
0: And there's a little announcement that says fall is in the house.
2: Yay! Shop.
0: There's a shop link.
2: Loading. Ellipsis. Persephone's Descent Sugar Exfoliant.
0: And here is the shop page. I'm going to tap with four fingers.
2: $3.50. $3.50.
0: And I think I'm at the top left.
2: Apple Milk Bubbling Scrub. Nope, I'm not button
0: button right here we have an unlabeled button i'm at the top left of this shop page button button fall is in the house and i've got a couple buttons here if i double tap the first one the one on the far left button button i'm showing you that i'm there
2: alert sort options i get
0: sort options so i can sort items in this shop section
2: sort options select from below Z. button a to z z a button lowest price Button, highest price, newest, button, oldest, button, cancel, button,
0: and there's cancel. Cancel, button. So if I want to change my sort, I can. Button. If I go to the next button, button, and double tap, house of glory, it takes me back to the previous page. So those are a couple of the only unlabeled buttons on the entire site. You can shop using that little shop text that we just saw,
2: or you can keep scrolling. Shop.
0: I can go to the right.
2: Persephone's Descent Sugar Exfoliant.
0: And I can learn about Persephone's Descent Sugar Exfoliant, which is one of my very favorite fall things they offer.
2: Pumpkin with sage and wasp perfume oil. Pumpkin peach sugar exfoliant.
0: And you can click on any of these to learn more about them.
2: Handmade soaps. These are their
0: handmade soaps. Shop. And again, you can shop. These don't say link, button, anything like that, so you just want to double tap to see what you can actually activate.
2: Cedar and mint handmade soap. Gingerbread latte handmade soap. Hey, handmade soap. Lavender Mint Handmade Castile Soap.
0: So it's just showing you a few products of interest in each category.
2: Oatmeal Stud Handmade Soap.
0: Their chemist is named Jen, and she's the person who's in charge of making most of the products there.
2: Strawberry Fizz Handmade Soap.
0: You can see that soaps are a big thing they do.
2: Three Woods Handmade Soap. Summer Memories Sampler.
0: And there is their Summer Memories Sampler.
2: $12.50.
0: And it tells you how much that is.
2: Page one of one. Adjustable. Swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value.
0: And of course you can't because there's only one page here.
2: Shop the house. Button.
0: Then there's shop the house.
2: Fall pumpkin butters. We have fall pumpkin butters. Fall bubbling scrubs. And
0: these are the fall things that you can get.
2: Fall perfumes. Fall hair oils. Fall candles. Bath bombs. Pumpkin patch. Candy bowl perfumes. Perfume vault. Bubbling scrubs. Lip bombs. Pumpkin butter.
0: And then you see we go into general categories.
2: Solid perfumes. Four waxed tarts, air oil, whipped soaps, handmade soap, coconut, perfume oils.
0: And there's coconut perfume oils. And then we have something else that's new in iOS 13.
2: Vertical scroll bar, six pages, 98%. Adjustable, swipe up or down with one finger to adjust the value.
0: We have this vertical scroll bar.
2: Selected, home, tab, one of five.
0: And from here we reach the tabs that are along the bottom of the site. We have home, and that's where we are. Search, tab, two of five. Search, and search also gives you lots of categories which you can browse. Account.
2: Tab. 3 of 5. Account. My cart. Tab. 4 of 5. My cart. Contact. Tab. 5 of 5. And you
0: can send them an email directly from contact. Let me go into a product really quickly, and I'll show you what that's like.
2: Summer memory sampler.
0: I flipped back to the summer memory sampler. Let's go in here.
2: Getting live time product details. ellipsis. Don't you think
0: that's cool? I've never seen that in an app before. Getting nice. live time product details. I think that's really cool, never seen that before. So let's see what we have here. I'm just clicking left.
2: Getting live time product details, ellipsis. And it tells me that
0: again. If I flick right, Button. I have button. And this button will take me back.
2: Summer memory sampler.
0: There's the title. Summer
2: memory sampler, $12.50.
0: Tells me how much it is.
2: Rating, zero.
0: No one's rated it yet.
2: Page one of one, adjustable description. Each set includes one violage of the following scents. Five cents a glass. The taste of cool. Refreshing pink lemonade from a corner lemonade stand. Tart lemon, sweet lemon, sandalwood, white sugar and strawberry. Apostrophe. Around the campfire with friends singing silly songs and making s'mores. Chocolate, graham cracker, marshmallow, sandalwood, wood smoke. So these are perfumes. Tide pool. A trip to the shore. Exploring the rocks and finding treasures. Seamless, rain, sweet grass, sweet pea dandelion candy corner the excitement of spending your first pocket money a magical emporium filled with jars of bright sweet treats cherry strawberry orange champagne exhalation summer storms roll in breaking the heat the sigh of freshness the earth makes when the rain hits rain dirt leaves grass eucalyptus rosemary
0: so it tells you the sense and it tells you the notes in each scent add a card. button. there's your add a cart button, add a card. button. And that is what is here. If I go to the top and I button. hit this unlabel button. House of Loy. takes me back. takes me back to House of Gloy. I want to show you the search tab really quick.
2: Search. Tab Two of five.
0: And I'm going to flick to the left. Home
2: tab. one of five. Oops, and I'm still in the tabs. Search products. Search field. Search. Search. I'm at the top now. Search products. Search field. Double tap to edit. There's your Actions search available. field.
0: There's your search field. Ether. And here are their collections.
2: Collection. Atmosphere sprays. Collection. Bath bombs. Collection. Birthday. Collection. Blackberry perfumes. Collection. Body
0: emulsion. So you can go into any product category that you like. Collection.
2: Body powder. Collection. Bubbling scrubs. Let's
0: go into bubbling scrubs real quick.
2: Loading. Ellipsis. Golden column cakes. Bubbling scrub. Bubbling scrubs. Button.
0: Button. And remember, here are your two unlabeled buttons at the top of the page. Button. Here's your sort button, Button. and that should be your back button. So the second one is back. The first one is sort.
2: Bubbling scrubs. Golden corn cakes bubbling scrub. $3.50.
0: And when you go into these sections, you can see the price for any of these.
2: Spider silk bubbling scrub. $3.50. Samhain II bubbling scrub. $3.50. Red Roan bubbling scrub. Let's
0: go into Red Roan.
2: Getting live time product in progress.
0: I'm going to flick right.
2: Page 1 of 1. Options.
0: We have options here. Two ounces mini-sized jar. And so if I double-tap this. Button. Button. Select an option. Two ounces mini-sized jar. Sold out. I can't select that one.
2: Six ounces full-sized jar. Sold out. Oop.
0: Well, <laughs> so much for that example, guys. But, as you can see, you could have selected them. Sold out.
2: Sold out. Six ounces. Two six, Button. Button.
0: Button. But I just moved out of the sort options. Description. Here's the description.
2: Our soft bubbling scrub is made from scratch and never a base. A delightfully scrubby and lightly foaming confection. Our foaming base is whipped until it produces soft peaks, similar to that of whipped cream. A blend of two sugars is then folded in. Both fine and medium grain for fantastic scrubbing and polish it off with a heaping scoop of shea butter to leave you cleansed and smooth but never dried out. We use Optifin, a paraben and formaldehyde-free preservative system. 100% vegan, always. Fragrance. Heading level 3. There's a
0: heading and you're going to see the fragrance information.
2: Chunks of pumpkin with mango and peach, a sprinkle of brown sugar, and a dusting of fenugreek and cardamom. 5. Heading level 5. Application. Heading level 3. Apply to wet skin and massage into skin using circular motions. This is a water activated product and works best when vigorously lathered. I do not recommend this product for the face.
0: So it tells how to apply it. Ingredients.
3: Heading level three.
0: And this was something we were not seeing in the sample and this is what I want to show you. This is a vegan website and it's run by vegans and so I want to show you something that showed ingredients and this does because it's not a sampler. So you can see all of the ingredients.
2: Organic cane sugar, sucrose, sugar, vegetable glycerin, sodium cocoa sulfate, betaine, propylene glycol, sorbitol, stearic acid, proprietary fragrance blend, shea butter, phenoxyethanol, and caprolyl glycol,
0: attacart, and there's your add edit cart, cart button. But I can't. Oops. As you can see, <laughs> it says oops.
2: The selected style is sold out.
0: And it tells you you can't do this, sorry. Okay. Button. Okay. And you have to say okay. Button. And if I want to go back, button. I have to go to the top of the page. Button. Hit the button. Button. Bubbling scrubs. And now I am back in the bubbling scrubs category. So it's an awesome site i mean for it being brand new i had nothing about accessibility anywhere near it it's very 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 usable it's got lots of great information everything is findable and as you can see there are only a couple of unlabeled things so if you're into bath and body products if you are interested in some really great fragrances if you're into fall like i am i definitely recommend you check this site out there is a lot of wonderful stuff and I believe they have a thing now where you get free shipping over 75 bucks, which is pretty great. So if you want to stock up on some Christmas gifts or some holiday stocking stuffers, you can absolutely do so. And you will be very happy you did. They have very fast shipping. Their customer service is excellent. And as you can see from our little tour, you can find out anything you want to know just by giving a browse to the app or to the site.
1: I just discovered a new app that I'm really not gonna talk too much about, but we're talking about accessibility. It is a sleep tracking app, and I decided to download it and install it and open it. And I was pretty darn impressed with the accessibility and the way that it was presenting things to me, although there's not enough data in there just yet because I did just download and install it today. So we'll actually see how it functions and possibly demo it on an upcoming podcast.
0: It's nice to find things that work and work well right out of the box, as it were, right out of the app store. It's kind of a rewarding experience to not have to struggle. I don't think sometimes you realize how much you're struggling with stuff until you find something that's really easy. And it's like, oh, this is so nice.
1: The next thing I wanted to talk about is our Chromebook Tutorial is available. It's on the site for anybody that wants to purchase it. It is just under five hours. It's about four hours and 45 minutes or something like that, I believe. It does quite a bit of showing you how to use a Chromebook and why you'd want a Chromebook. But the reason I'm mentioning that is, well, to let you know, of course, that it's available. But I have a little insert that I wanted to show you from. IRA, and it shows how IRA can be used and utilized even if you have speech on your device. And I'm not going to say any more because it would kind of ruin the surprise or the reason why I'm putting this insert into the podcast. Open IRA. IRA loading. Call IRA for free from phone
2: button. Connecting. Calling agent. Connecting. Uh, uh, duration:
4: zero hours, zero minutes, 13 Hi, seconds. Calling Ira my name is What would you like to do today?
1: I'd like to be rescued. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to create a tutorial for my Chromebook, and I thought, well, I'll show them the list of languages. Oh, well. No. <laughs> yeah so i'm not sure how we're gonna do this but um, right. can you see the screen yes and i can see that it is in a different language okay is that moving no okay it
4: looks like it's also listing wi-fis
1: okay how the heck am i gonna do this because let me see i hope you can is there, like, a back or something? Going to say,
4: okay, this, this is where I could come in handy. So that button has a little arrow that is pointing to the right, and then it has a word. But there's another button to the right of it that has an arrow pointing to the left and has a word. One point to the left I might assume is back, but we can see
1: it both. Did that go back? No. Keep going. Right now, it's covering the
4: whole list. Now, no, go down. Perfect. Now, one to the right. Perfect.
1: The right. right. there?
4: One more to the right. Mm-hmm. No. It covers the whole screen for some reason
1: instead of just going to the button. Okay, let's try it this way. Oh, that's English. Yes, that's the life name. Okay. <laughs> What's? That's a button in the
4: bottom left corner. That's and... the whole bottom
1: let's see if I can escape of course that's not that easy is it what if I hit had... let me see if I can do that did that didn't do anything did it it's high-
4: one of the Wi-Fi names. Yeah. Left I suppose... Right, What's that? Camera to the right. Just wanted to see the full screen. All right, so go ahead. I can't see what the mouse has clicked over or what the box is highlighted now. No,
1: try, like enter
4: there. That's
3: enter there. Okay, did it change?
4: Yes, now it's Chrome, and I'm actually going to take a picture here, because I see something about languages here.
2: Okay. Taking a picture, Ellipsis.
4: All right, so, oop, that's blurry, I'm going to try that one more time here.
2: Taking a picture, Ellipsis.
4: All right, so here in the center of the screen, there's a word that I do not know, then the <laughs> laptop screen with the Google Chrome logo in the center of it, and then there's three buttons along the bottom. One is blue. One has a little person with their arms spread out in the center of it. And the last one says, and that's currently
1: highlighted, it says English, United States, in parentheses, then a bunch of words I don't recognize. And if I can cool. press enter on it, cool. we can hope. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, yes. Choose your language and keyboard. No. English, United States. You are a savior. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad to help. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so very much. Yes, yeah, All right. I have You too. Bye. Bye now. That was an experience that I don't want (laughs) to have ever again, but she was able to rescue me, which turned out really well.
0: Yeah, sometimes it's nice to have somebody who can do that kind of thing for us, isn't it?
1: (laughs) Yes, it is. And she used pictures to assist in getting my Chromebook back to a functioning state.
0: So, of course, we are appreciative that you joined us today, and we have lots more in the wings coming up in future episodes, including some new hardware demos, so we're always happy to share more of those with you. (laughs) Definitely stay tuned to this station, and we will keep you posted in the coming weeks. In the meantime, thanks so much as always for joining us. We would love to see many of you at our iOS 13 class, and on the site, or as we always tell you feel free to give us a call if you have any questions or would like to place an order via phone we'll be happy to help you out thanks for joining us bye everybody
3: the preceding podcast is a presentation of mystic access where the magic is in learning if you are blind or visually impaired and desire to discover how our comprehensive products and services may support and empower your assistive technology journey we welcome your visit at www.mysticaccess.com. Have a question or wish to place an order via phone? Call us at 716-543-3323. If you have something to share about this podcast episode, press 4 to reach our Mystic Access podcast comment line. Email us at info at Connect with us on Twitter at twitter.com slash mysticaccess and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash empower. Would you like to spread the word about our podcasts? Your friends and colleagues may listen and subscribe at www.mysticaccesspodcast.com. If you enjoy our episodes, consider leaving us an iTunes rating and review. Your comments are greatly appreciated. Thanks for spreading the word, and thanks for being a listener. We hope you enjoyed this episode.